Oh yeah, there we go. Three in, another bunch to go. <laughs> Started at lunch. Go slow, you'll be fine. Uh, normal afternoon workout actually only got 65 pull-ups, 225 push-ups, and just over 300 squats or so in. Not the normal numbers, but good enough for now. I uh, really want to just get through this weekend and not think about it too much because if I do, then it it does take quite a bit of load off. I'll have some uh, have some advice for those of you who are going to try to run uh, the uh, 4x4x48, which is what I'm doing this weekend. Uh, and also, of course, my March motion continues. I uh, might have to make this uh, today's video a little bit simpler just because uh, of the time crunch. All right. Friday, March 3rd, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you are uh, doing well. Um, yeah, another sort of stuttered opening there. And I guess because I'm looking at this stuff, I don't. I wrote down the show notes. Um, I'm talking to another guy at the same time and making show notes. And I'm going, this is all just about this, uh, this running that I'm doing this weekend. So this weekend, uh, for those of you who are not familiar and maybe haven't uh, been listening along to prior episodes, uh, is that uh, I'm running four miles every four hours for the next 48 hours. This is called uh, the uh, David Goggins Challenge. <clears throat> David Goggins is a, a former Navy SEAL, and he's written a couple of books, uh, one ca called uh, Can't Hurt Me, and another one is called Never Finished. He just released that in uh, December. I've only read the first book, but I follow him on Instagram, and I'll tell you, it's enough to be like, if you ever have an excuse to go running, watching his video, you're like, okay, I don't. <laughs> Put your shoes on and go for a run sort of thing. And so one of these uh, challenges that he has, um, I guess, I, I don't know the orig the, or uh, the origination of where this idea came from, uh, but he is an ultra marathon runner now. And typically what he does, he uh, does a lot of uh, charity work for uh, veterans associations. So um, like he'll, he'll run the um, Death Valley. That's the that's the marathon I was thinking of the other day. The Death Valley 250 or something like that, where it's like you have to run 250 miles over a week or something. And he does these things in the effort to raise money for uh, the different uh, um, veterans collections and associations throughout the United States. Uh, also, the Badwater. He does the Badwater one, and there's another one I think that he does. Like we're talking, like he runs two to three hundred miles in one sort of week. And so part of his training is doing things like this where he's running in spurts, right? So he's not just running all the time. He's running all the time, but the way, one way that he can condition the body. So, so far as I can tell is that if you are allowing your, if you're, if you have a number to make, to hit like this by the end of Sunday night, I will have run between 48 to 56 miles, depending on how much I can actually do. Um, now, the original, the, the idea is to run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. That's the original idea. Now, since I started at lunchtime, I might actually continue to try to do the two extra legs because I consider the, the lunchtime run to be like part of my normal workout sort of thing. But going back to how you develop the stamina to run these ultra marathons, and I'm thinking about this, this is my third time doing this. So I, I did this two years ago. <laughs> I first started doing it three years ago, actually, where I was just like, I showed up and um, well, I got this idea. I was like, yeah, let's try it. Let's, let's see what happens. And I remember telling a guy at work that I was going to do this. He's like, yeah, you can do it. 
barely got through it. I had to walk half of it, basically. I was so sore after the uh, the uh, the whole thing. Uh, last year, I lost a toenail because it was actually pretty cold. This year is actually quite nice, quite warm outside. So that's why I kind of started in the afternoon because it was I was out for a run anyway. I was like, all right, let's just keep... Why not just keep... Go. Just go. Don't think of it anymore. Just get it done. And um, so the idea of training for these extended marathons these ultra marathons, a lot of it is mental. Like it is, there's sort of a common saying that your your mind will give out before your body does. So if you don't think you can do it, you're right, sort of thing. It's That's an old uh, quote, old sort of saying. Uh, a lot of people have said it before. And I'm looking at this going, yeah, there's something, you're right. Um, but when I think of me running, that long, I go, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if my body can, like I'm feeling the shin splints. Now, can I think my way through shin splints? And shin splints are tiny little fissures in your, not fishermen, like little cracks, little, they're not huge in your shin bone. And part of the reason is because uh, they, your muscles aren't supporting it enough. And one way you can prevent these is by rolling your your shin muscles so they are your tibia uh, so they are nice and pliable and they are able to bunch right up against the bone as far as I understand the other way that you can do it is you do a bunch of tibia raises so by strengthening that muscle when you are landing on your feet either your midfoot or your heel your muscles are taking more of the impact rather than it going through the bones and so it's uh, one of these things where you do like you can you can you can take um, let's let's put it this way. you can take the pressure off your bones and your tendons or your joints by strengthening the muscles around them. And if you do that by doing, uh, I've uh, suggested to people before look up this guy called Knees Over Toes Guy on Instagram. He does a lot of work on joints like knees and ankles and hips and stuff like that with the idea that you can bulletproof these things so that when you are running like long distances or you want to play basketball or you t- you make a, a sharp turn or something like that like you you um, stutter step or you miss a step or something like that that your muscles are able to twitch fast enough to catch you and they don't fall like you don't lose your balance and you know, hit your bones and break them and everything, right? So it's a, it is possible to prevent shin splits, uh, and uh, there are things, of course, you can do. Um, remedy compression as well also helps. I found so, uh, but uh, shin splints in general, I mean, they're not they're not very, they're not super serious. But if you let them, if you don't take the appropriate sort of remedial steps to uh, uh, take care of them, then that's where you know they could lead to bigger issues later on now how how do guys like david goggins deal with shin splints if you hear some of the horror stories that this guy had has about running these marathons like he's lost all of his toenails before he broke all the 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 bones in his foot for one race um just because he wasn't prepared for it sort of thing he's learned a lot like he, he he doesn't talk about it very much like his failures in the marathons he does talk about it or, or let me get this straight. It's not so much that he doesn't talk about it. It's that the, he talks so much about what he's doing to to sort of just harden his body 
that he will casually throw in there. It's like, yeah, so he, he had to stop this marathon. Like he was on mile 275 out of like 300 or 350 or something. He's just like, fuck, can't do this, you know, or something along those lines. Like he basically more than most people would even dream of doing. He would be like, all right, well, I think my body is broken. It doesn't move anymore. Uh, and no amount of thinking is going to get past this. So, um, but, so this is the idea. Like with this whole uh, ultra marathon sort of training four hours every four, four miles every four hours is to develop that sort of stamina to go for extended periods of time. Lucky me, I get to work tomorrow as well. So I get to uh, shift around some of the hours. So, um, early morning and then lunch and then after work at least this year I don't have to run home from work last year I I was thinking about this I'm like last year is one the year I found out that you shouldn't run with strawberries in your backpack because they got all smushed uh, I put them in the uh, the salad that I made uh, for lunch and so I ran to work got the four miles in uh, and that destroyed my the, the strawberries I ran at lunch, and I remember that one taking forever because I didn't really know the four-mile route around the office building, and so that was a, it was kind of a, a mentally aggravating, and then running back, by that time, and I, I, we don't, we don't have standing desks, uh, or they didn't, uh, the office doesn't, I do now in my apartment, uh, but I was sitting all day, and so I had to I was running this haphazard lunchtime run, then I was sitting again for another four hours, three hours, or whatever it was, uh, and then running back uh, to my apartment. So it was, that one I think was a little bit rough. Um, so this year, I, a little bit easier since I have a standing desk, so I can sort of modify my position throughout the day. Uh, not only that, it's put the clothes on, go out for a run, come back in, uh, and it's it's immediate sort of thing. So it's going to be a little bit uh, easier. But again, I mean, it's still a mental game. Uh, going into the night runs, I've done three so far. So I did it at lunch, I did it at four, and I just did the uh, the 8 p.m. one as well. And for dinner, what did I have? Well, I, I decided to have a bit more of a substantial dinner because I'm like, I haven't really eaten much throughout the day. Uh, but uh, I had eggs, mushrooms, onions with salt and pepper, toast, and Marmite. Yes, I bought Marmite from Taobao. Was, I don't have to uh, get my girlfriend to buy it for me. Vegemite, I have to get her to buy because it's imported, right? This one is some Chinese lady selling imported products on Taobao. So I was able to find that. Um, and uh, yeah, good good on that one. Uh, but uh, so that that was my dinner post 8 o'clock run. So that happened around 9 o'clock. And hopefully let that die. Well, not hopefully. Uh, when did it, Actually, I didn't eat at 9. I ate at 10. So this is actually kind of a little bit... Uh, worrisome because I only have another hour from now I have another hour and a half until the next run and, and at midnight like I'm wondering if this is going to not so much stay down but how much is it going to slow me down to tell you the truth in terms of sleeping so what I have planned if I can is um, as I learned last year it's better it, it's not as effective to stretch after running it's more effective to stretch before running. And the reason, I guess the reason why is because as your body sort of, uh, especially when you sleep, your body tightens up, it relaxes or it, infl it gets inflamed and stuff like that, especially, especially if you're sleeping under covers. Um, the, the heat will, let your, will make your body expand uh, and that causes inflammation, which makes it a whole lot harder to 
to move, especially if you're getting into the later runs, you know, leg number eight, leg number nine next uh, tomorrow. So the idea being is that you wake up 40 minutes early and then, you know, you pat your eyes for 10 minutes or whatever. Then you stretch for 15 to 20 minutes. Then you get out the door uh, and get going. Maybe wake up half hour early, pick out your eye gunk, and then uh, stretch 15 to 20 minutes. Open those hips up. Stretch the hamstrings a little bit. Hamstrings aren't so much of a big deal. It's more the hips and it's going to be the calves, I found. that, uh, And uh, and again, the, the tibia in the front that you want to make sure that is uh, either rolled or stretched and warmed up before you go for a run because again what another part of this training is the stop go method to it the stop and goness of it so it's not as it's not like a marathon where you just have to run which which okay so people are saying like this is crazy what are you doing i'm going well you know what i think is crazy when you run for 26 miles in one time that seems crazy this i can do other things during the marathon doesn't matter. I can, I can work a full day. I don't have to block off an entire day to go do this. I mean, <clears throat> and half the run, <clears throat> half the runs happen at night anyway. When it's like, well, shouldn't you be sleeping at that time? Well, I could sleep after. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so I was thinking of this with the whole uh, sleeping. I think it was last year. I was trying to. I was actually trying to sleep like an hour and a half or two hours. Get as much sleep as possible. That was the idea. Uh, this year might be a little bit different because um, as I've found out that zinc can help you fall asleep, I, I'm not sure if I'll take that pill before I go for a run, but the idea is to do the run, come back, fall asleep as fast as I can sort of thing, get up for the 4 o'clock, uh, stretch, run, back again, another maybe two hours of sleep, uh, again, wake up, stretch, uh, run, and then that's when I got to work and probably do laundry as well at that point too, if I if I can. So the whole idea is to get about maybe four, maybe five hours of sleep. And you think, well, that's that's not very much. I go, I've done worse on, and I'm not talking like I'm trying to push it to an all day, like an all nighter sort of thing. I have, I remember days where either, it's been like too hot in the apartment and I didn't get any sleep and I wasn't running at four o'clock in the morning. I remember days when there are people causing commotions at night. And so I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and can't get back to bed. Right. Um, I remember days where we traveled and we wouldn't get to the hotel until one o'clock and I, we'd have to be up at six o'clock for breakfast or six thirty for breakfast. And then on the bus by seven thirty. So, you know, you kind of put these things in perspective. And is this something that you only learn through life? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell someone else like, well, you can get through by get through with five hours. You can tell them that. But until they experience the ability to actually do it, which again, this is the whole four by four by 48, the whole ultra marathon methodology is that the reason you will, the reason you can do it is because you can think of that you can do it. And if you do it, then you know you can do it and you will learn the you will learn from the experience of doing it and that is the only way that the next time someone says well how can you ever do that you go you just do right you just figure it out and you go you got to think that you can you can do it you got to believe that you can do it and then that way you'll uh, get the whole thing done um all that being said uh 
unlike, like I haven't, actually I didn't really tell many people I was going to do it this year. Years before I kind of let it, because like, I was at the office and everything, you know, talking to a few more people. This year, a little bit more closed off. I've only told maybe a handful of people. I'm not sure, like not very many. I wasn't sort of trying to rally the troops or anything like that, getting everybody else involved. No, 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 I didn't care. Uh, I'm not doing this for anybody else. I'm not doing this for any fundraising. Um, if you want to pick a fundraiser, I'd say Heart and Stroke Canada. That's the one that uh, I would sort of support if I could or support the uh, um, defense efforts in Ukraine. That would be the other one I would sort of, uh, I would think of uh, help supporting as well. But no, I haven't signed up for any sort of, fundraising whatever's this year i just want to see if i can do it as a result i don't really even want to think of it i just kind of want to go do it and i think this is actually a uh, a product of all those other training sessions i've done uh where like i started running i did two miles twice a day then i started doing three miles and then now i've been doing four miles recently that was all sort of part of the build-up like i don't even want to think of it i don't listen to any music i haven't been listening to any music Instead, I am more focused on the placement of my foot or my feet, what lap I'm on, and basically making sure I don't step on dog poop. Those are some of the things I'm step um, dog poop or cracks or holes that, you know, because they keep on making more holes in the cement here uh, to uh, fix the pipes that they, uh, they seem to do it every year. They just don't do it properly the first time. Rest, elevate, compress, vitamin C, water, and remember one step in front of the other, that's sort of the things that I'm, I'm figuring out or sort of uh, going by this year and that I have found that has helped in uh, previous years. Is this a lifelong thing? I don't know. Does it have to be in March? I don't know. Could I do it later on in the year? Possibly. There's actually another one. I think it's the 5 by 5 by 25 I think that's the other one. Uh, so you run five miles every five hours for 25 hours, or is it 50 hours? I can't remember. There's, there's another sort of uh, ultra marathon as well. And it, I mean, these, these things happen all the time. There's all sorts of different marathons you can take part in. I just do this one because, you know, it's Goggins, and I was sort of reading his book at the time. And I was like, well, let's try it. Why not? And this year, luckily, it's a bit warmer, so it's uh, all good. March Motion is continuing. I did uh, set up... Uh, uh, a YouTube channel, as I mentioned before, uh, so you can head on over to YouTube. May you make your movie is the handle I'm using for that, uh, and also on Instagram, it's the same handle. May you make your movie. So that's where I'm posting all the video work over the next uh, three months or so. Uh, and then, of course, after this weekend, thankfully, things will settle down a little bit. I've got this weekend was actually one thing that was sort of making me a little bit anxious. I was going, you know. Because with March Motion, I still haven't done today's. I'm going to have to keep it very simple if I want to sort of just get it done sort of thing. Um, the the whole... this I have uh, some other things i got to get done this weekend that can't be pushed off anymore. Uh, so I, I also haven't booked my flight to Hong Kong. Um, I still got to... Uh, pay for my uh the the uh concert ticket that i bought i guess so i gotta meet him uh, the guy to uh i give him his money finally uh so all but all that's gonna get done this weekend and then once all that stuff like it's all these little check boxes so it's not just the runs to tell you the truth that are going on this weekend it's all these other little things that have been pushing off that by like tomorrow is another big day since i have to work uh but then sunday this thing ends uh 
paying for the concert ticket ends and then Monday there's two or three other things like I think I have to even send money back to Canada and that I'm not looking forward to in it but check mark that one check mark a few other things uh I've got to make a family phone call as well so uh and uh yeah it's just check 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 like someone keeping track of the standards I'm just checking boxes this weekend and the runs are just a checkbox. Folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Good luck on your runs. And if you are at all thinking of how crazy I am to do this, but if you are at all thinking, I wouldn't mind trying, I would urge you, tomorrow morning when you get up, you think you can't. Go do it then do it again at lunch, then do it again after work, and then do your normal workout on Saturday. That is your four workouts right there. If you stayed up to midnight and did another one, all of a sudden you got five. I mean, you can do this. It's it, Your body will do it. You're, you, you will slow down. You will not keep the same pace. <laughs> but if you say, you know what, I'm going to do this. If I, I don't know if you could do 40 minutes of burpees. That would be insane. Or 40 minutes of pull-ups. But like if you were rowing or uh, riding a bike. Um, if you're running outside. I mean, I'm running outside because i got a nice little compound I can run around. I'd understand if people would be hesitant to go running outside if they were going through some of these uh, sketchy dark alleyways and stuff like that or if you're a woman you don't want to be running your home uh, running around at night on your own i understand that um if there's somewhere somewhere else that you can do uh, 40 minutes of stairs <laughs> is that is that a good one so but again tomorrow morning i bet you could you could do it. it takes me about 40 to 45 minutes to do four miles uh give or take how fast i'm going of course um and that number is probably going to increase as i go through these uh these uh different legs these different laps of the uh, the challenge but try it out let me know how you go <laughs> show notes and tracks up on my website stephensersky.com have a great weekend good luck we'll talk again bye bye